You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Take 
listening to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African-centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors, and we say the word ashe. It simply means, so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done, and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live this in the This call future, may be recorded or transcribed. Ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Timeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say Ashe. We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, 
civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of saint at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So he poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So he poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. He poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted, and we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi, Hotel Family. Hope everything is well with you today. Hope you're going to have a good day. This hump day, Wednesday. Got to get over. You got to get over. <laughs> yeah. This is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. From 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, 8 to 10 Pacific, any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can always go to our archives, which is timeforanawakening.com. 
Top of the page, you'll see podcast. Click on that. The drop down, you'll see African perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. There's a shortcut you can use, which is Baba, B A B A Oshi, O S H I dot net, Baba Oshi dot net, whatever search engine that you might use. Firefox, Internet Explorer, Netscape, whatever. It's time for an awakening, exactly. <laughs> and and you when you go to timeforanawakening.com, you see the link on the right side of the page to the to the broadcast. And that way you don't have to deal with anymore with um, <coughs> tune in, which is having those commercials and so forth goes brickwork. So there it is. Make sure you do that. All right. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening. This program, of course, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Then, uh, well, on Thursdays, tomorrow, Black Liberation Movement, Mississippi on the move with Brother Lumumba from the um, Geronimo Pratt Gun Club. Mississippi on the move. On Fridays for at 8 p.m. on Friday. Oh, on 7, that's from 7 to 8 on Thursday. 7 to 8 on Thursday. Mississippi on the move, the Black Liberation Movement. And on Fridays at 8 p.m., time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. On Saturdays from 7 to 9 p.m., the Sankofa Council of Elders, Dr. Janine. On Sunday at 7 p.m., time for an awakening once again with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And of course, the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We buy black. We buy black, the largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses. We buy black.com. Get everything you need from American African-owned businesses. We buy black.com. Africa for the Africans, Brother Bamani Tayimba is ready to take our people. Next week, he's uh, ready to disembark on, <clears throat> on a tour. So check out Brother Bomani. You got, uh, if you want to look at the pictures, go to facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to look at videos, go to youtube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. Or give the brother a call at 404-931-9429. 404 Africa for the Africans.org. Habasha. Habasha Incorporated. Habasha helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. The work that is being done here in the Atlanta area. Uh, the, the Habasha works black to our roots. Sustainable seeds, golden growers, and urban green jobs. And of course, the Kashi project that was launched last year, October, in Ghana. And you can see pictures of all of these things to verify with the great work that Habasha has been doing. The LEDGE. LEDGE stands for Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. LEDGE deals with the four areas of human necessity, human, which is vital, which is food, water, clothing, and shelter. They have 12 projects in six different countries, over 170 employees, over 260 members. Brothers and sisters become a member of the LEDGE Group. LEDGE, Land for the Environmental Development of Group Economics. TheLEDGEGroup.com. Abibi Atumi. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I with Abibi Brothers and sisters, go to Abibi 
and check out the programs that they have, the things that they offer. Pro, you know, abbtune.com. Yep. <laughs> Smile Pharmacy. S M A I F A R M A C Y. Smile Pharmacy. They have a new <coughs> line of products. So go to smilepharmacy.com. Check out all the things that they're offering now. A lot of stuff for um, building up your resistance, you know, boosting your immune system as the winter months approaches. Smile Pharmacy. If you want to give Brother Jabril a call, give him a call at 770-765-7751. That's 770-765-7751. Drop him an email at smilepharmacy at gmail.com. S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y at gmail.com. Brother Moses West and the Moses West Foundation. His uh, website once again under some construction so he'll be back I guess when I get back <laughs> I won't be here Friday or Monday next week but um, I know that Brother Kwaku and of course if Brother Irv is available I don't think that he is I think he's doing something so Brother Kwaku put some good programs out maybe next Monday he'll put a replay next Monday of Baba Baruti yeah that'll be great Moses West Foundation. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar in the West End here in Atlanta. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar. It's fine. Delicious smoothies and fruit drinks, pastries, all kinds of good dry goods, all kinds of good vegan stuff. They have vegan dinners on Saturday and Sunday. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar. Give them a call at 404 444-1635-404-444-1635 with Dada's Healthy Marketing Juice Bar. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Mama Nia, much love to that sister and hard work that she does. She has a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, gift certificates, t-shirts, figurines, and so much more. Give her a call at 404-346-3263. 404-346-3263. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar located in Lithonia, which is east of here. Jump on I-20, head east, exit 74. Make a left. Now you're headed north. About a mile. On the left will be the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. And um, Brother Kazimdi Ajamu has got it going on, man. This place is nice. It's well stocked and so forth. So check him out. Uh, then jump back in your ride. His Oh, his number is 770-305-6373. 770-305-6373. Brothers and sisters, there is light in the black dot. Jump back in your ride, head back the other way. So now you were headed north and you got off. Now you're headed south. Make a left. Now you're still headed east. The next exit, exit 75, is Turner Hill Road. Take the exit, make a right, three lights, make another right, and on the left will be the new Black Wall Street Market. The new Black Wall Street Market. I say family. Us Lifting Us tomorrow night, the Thursday night broadcast of Us Lifting Us every Thursday night from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. on blogtalkradio.com. Us Lifting Us, the Economic Development Cooperative for Our People on blogtalkradio.com, U-L-U. 
Also, too, you can call uh, call to listen or to give questions, comments, or concerns at 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us, lifting us. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop located in Macon, Georgia. Brother Abija, they're open from Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Give Brother Abija a call at 478-256-1166. 478-256-1166. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop. He's got it going on. Sun Goddess Sensha, one-stop natural shop located 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia. Inside the International Discount Mall, Booth 225. Give my good sister Shelly Amonset a call at 404-434-7963. That's 404-434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. And in Sanjay Dash Haiti, Sister Gabby, she's, you know, she's doing a great job with our young brothers and sisters, you know, uh, in Haiti, in the islands of Haiti, in the hills, not it's on the opposite end of where Port-au-Prince, the capital is, and all the things that are happening there. So the brothers and sisters rely on people like you and me. So go to Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E dash Haiti, A-Y-I-T-I dot org, Sanjay dash Haiti dot org. Baba Baruti, they got the uh, Kibuka this Saturday. This Saturday, Kibuka. K-E-B-U-K-A. That's right, Kibuka. Um, you can make your donation, $20 a family, 15 a couple, 10 for brothers and sisters, and 5 for young warriors. You know, you can use PayPal. If you use PayPal, go to yahbaruti at yahoo.com. If you use Cash App, dollar sign, Yah, Y-A-A, the letter M, Baruti, B-A-R-U-T-I. Make sure you put the pertinent information. Kibuka, K-E-B-U-K-A, Kibuka, your name and your email address so you can send you the link and you can enjoy what I'm most about enjoying because it's deep, family. So you can feel and understand what our family, what our, what our ancestors went through. Remembering the middle passage through the eyes of our ancestors. Kibuka. It's only going to be online virtual this year. If you heard Baba Baruti on the broadcast this Monday. So this Saturday, the 18th, from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Kibuka. All right, family. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. The Inya Sassim of David. Evolutionary thought. The Inya Sassim of David. Revolutionary thought. November 14th, once you conquer the enemy within, the enemy without can do you no harm. African proverb. 
Revolution is not an activity for whiners, for individuals too caught up in their complaints to rebel. Revolution is not something we decide to take on to impress anyone except our ancestors and our children. Revolution is not a hobby or avocation. It is not a game. Revolution is not televised or broadcast from a soapbox or a podium. Revolution is not a walk-in, sit-in, stand-in, lay-in. Revolution is not... Excuse me, family. Revolution is not reform. Revolutionaries do not waste their time trying to recast or remake an incorrigible evil in a kinder, gentler image. Revolution is not the work of adult children trained in the art of quitting at the first sign of difficulty. Revolution is not an option for sub-integrationists lost in the glory and the bedrooms of our eternal enemy. Revolution is not an ongoing debate. Given our historical situation, revolution is a naturally occurring phenomenon. And revolutionaries are the people who naturally become as we uncover the seriousness of the war against us and decide that this torment will be no more. I say, family, affirm I have conquered the enemy within. Affirm I have conquered the enemy within. And you know when you have conquered the enemy within, you have no fear. You say what it is. You're confident in that. You do what has to be done. You're dedicated. You're committed. And I ain't a lot of us family. But you know what? We don't need damn it, everybody. We need more and more of you to come together. Let's work together. Let's be that model. November 15th, always in the presence of color, Caucasians, European, Urugu, whites will feel genetically inferior. Dr. Francis Cress Welsing. The politics of inclusion are simply strategic efforts to co-opt and absorb competing interpretations of reality. While Europeans remain supreme in their control of all real forms of power, at the cultural and societal levels. In what fundamentally remains a non-monocultural, sorry family, I had this thing turned off. Yeah, sorry about that family. In what fundamentally remains a monocultural supremacist reality, inclusion is simply an illusion designed to fragment and dissipate the anger that erupts when the dispossessed learn that they are purposefully dispossessed and that they have been systematically lied to in a conscious effort to conceal this fact from them. Those in control accept difference long enough to defuse the rage, creating and upholding all other lies that support it. In this way, Europeans never have to admit that they are absolutely wrong or lose their erroneous claims to supremacy. Their reality absorbs these truths that are not too troublesome for it to handle and smothers them into oblivion. Yes. Hmm. I am 
I do not play with others' politics of inclusion. I do not play with others' politics of inclusion. I say. Since I won't be here, I want to read another one a few days from now, which of course would be this Friday, November 17th. Because this, the quote is from one of my dear friends and good brother, Brother Kenneth Zaki, in his poem. Be a man, boy. Be a man. That's right, Brother Kenneth Zaki. Boys must be correctly brought into manhood. And we have and we have learned through many, many thousands of years of wisdom and practice that the most efficient and lasting way of doing this is in orderly fashion is through communally organized programs where experienced men lead boys, initiates into ways of adult roles in society. We call these programs rites of passage. That is in our tradition. African men should lead rites of passage programs for African boys. Men must lead them if we want our boys to become men because only men truly know how to be men. It should be obvious as to why this is so. But we live in a society intent on confusing our way and many of us have unwittingly, unwittingly fallen victim to the salt on our African minds. Let me repeat. Many of us have fallen victim to the assault on our African minds. Nonetheless, the African of our experience still stands as to why it is African men's responsibility to bring African boys into manhood. For those wishing to do so, I would suggest reading Paul Hill Jr.'s Coming of Age, Nathan and Julia Hare, Bringing the Black Boy to Manhood, Jomo Kenyatta's Facing Mount Kenya, Anthony Ephraim Duncor's African Spirituality, Eleni Talidas, Sankofa, African Thought and Education, Aikwe Armand's The Healer and 2000 Seasons, Mary C. Lewis, Her Story, Black Female Rites of Passage, Yeo Bonmini Sangodus, okay, all right. Rites of Passage, Psychology of Female Power. George G.M. James, Stolen Legacy. R. Sambali Mosai, The Heartbeat of Indigenous Africa. And Mawali Mubarudi, Asafo, The Young Warriors, Asafo, Mawali Mubarudi. Affirm, I am an adult who brings children into adulthood. Affirm, I am an adult who brings children into adulthood. And for those brothers who are adults, please act like it. Be that model and help bring young children into adulthood. Help these brothers become men. We need men. We need men, family, and you know it. Sisters know it. We need men. We need, we need young men who aspire and become good things within the society. But that's not who they are because they're African. So whatever they are in the society, they're African. 
So if they become actors, entertainers, they're African. And they have African wives. They have African wives and African children, African families. They look at Denzel. They look at Samuel L. Jackson. They look at other African men and women in the field of entertainment that are staying with each other. They look at educators. They look at the protective services. They look at all the field that we as men and women go into and we work together. We need each other. That's, that's what time it is. I know uh, there was one year I had to I had, I had to stop watching it. I think it was I think it was NBA. I'm almost, almost sure it was the NBA, but it could have been the NFL too, because you know the NBA and the NFL draft program that they have, and they have them at various cities and it's all this you know pomp and circumstance, and at the table you have the young man and his family and of course his girlfriend and many times has been some Caucasian chick or 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 they show him in at the family home, you know, or somebody's home in there or some party room and they're there. <coughs> yeah. It should always be nothing but brothers and sisters working together to do this. But I understand the reality. I am not naive. You know that. I am not naive. But we need each other. Yeah. Uh, still going to talk a little bit today, Brother Mickey Dean, who I have a lot of love and respect for, National Black United Front, sent me a few pieces. I'm going to read the National Black United Front's position on Palestine. And uh, send me this piece here. Uh, they tried to censor Rashida Tlaib. She's the only Palestinian on the in Congress, and um, she did a presentation. I'm going to play that so you can hear for yourself. And she has all the other brothers, and well, not all, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> but she has those who understand and support her, and support Palestine's right to exist. Palestine's right to exist. If everybody talks about Israel's right to exist. And even though they know, but they but see, the problem is family is religion. The religion that was created gives supposedly the Jews, but these are not the Jews. There's so many damn problematic shit with this man. So much. How can they be demit Jews when the letter J wasn't created but a few hundred years ago? What were they called prior to that? What was Judah called? Jerusalem called? Judas called? These late converts to Judaism, these Ashkenazi, the Gazars, they, they are not the original Hebrews. They are not the people of the book. They are not. So how can they be how can how can they claim anti-Semitism when they're not Semitic? 
These people are not Semitic. The Palestinians are Semitic. The European Jews are anti-Semitic. Here's the piece from Sister Rashida Tlaib in Congress representing Michigan. You know, they have a, a large Muslim population in Michigan. I always have, at least even back when I visited. I visited, I lived there for a few months, you know. Not in an area, I lived in the middle of Detroit. I, I lived right off of Grand River. Yeah. Palestinian-American serving in Congress, Mr. Chair, and my perspective is needed here now more than ever. I will not be silenced, and I will not let you distort my words. Folks forget I'm from the city of Detroit, the most beautiful blackest city in the country where I learned to speak truth to power even if my voice shakes. Trying to bully or censor me won't work because this movement for a ceasefire is much bigger than one person. It's growing every single day. There are millions of people across our country who oppose Netanyahu's extremism and are done watching our government support collective punishment and the use of white phosphorus bombs that melt flesh to the bone. They are done watching our government, Mr. Chair, supporting cutting off food, water, electricity, and medical care to millions of people with nowhere to go. Like me, Mr. Chair, they don't believe the answer to war crimes is more war crimes. The refusal of Congress and the administration to acknowledge Palestinian lives is chipping away at my soul. Over 10,000 Palestinians have been killed. Majority, majority were children. But let me be clear. My criticism has always been of the Israeli government and Netanyahu's actions. It is important to separate people and governments, Mr. Chair. No government is beyond criticism. The idea that criticizing the government of Israel is anti-Semitic sets a very dangerous precedent, and it's being used to silence diverse voices speaking up for human rights across our nation. Do you realize what it's like, Mr. Chair, for the people outside the chamber right now, listening in agony to their own government dehumanizing them? To hear the President of the United States, we helped elect, dispute death tolls as we see video after video of dead children and parents under rubble. Mr. Chair, do you know what it's like to fear rising hate crimes, to know how Islamophobia and anti-Semitism makes us all less safe and worry that your own child might suffer the horrors that six-year-old Wadia did in Illinois. I can't believe I have to say this, but P Palestinian people are not disposable. human beings, just like anyone else, my city, my grandmother, like all Palestinians, just wants to live her life with freedom and human dignity we all deserve. Speaking up to save lives, Mr. Chair, no matter faith, no matter ethnicity, should not be controversial in this chamber. 
the cries of the Palestinian and Palestinian and Israeli children sound no different to me. Why? What? I don't understand. Is why the cries of Palestinians sound different to you all. We cannot lose our shared humanity, Mr. Chair. I hear the voices of advocates in Israel, in Palestine, across America, and around the world for peace. I am inspired by their courageous, the courageous survivors in Israel who have lost loved ones, yet are calling for a ceasefire and the end to violence. I am grateful to the, to the people in the streets for the peace, peace movement with countless Jewish Americans across the country standing up and lovingly saying, not in our name. We will continue to call for a ceasefire, Mr. Chair, for the immediate delivery of critical humanitarian aid to Gaza, for the release of all hostages and those arbitrarily detained, and for every American to come home. We will continue to work for a real lasting peace that upholds human rights and dignity of all people and centers in peaceful coexistence between Israelis and Palestinians and censures no one, no, no one, and ensures that no person, no child has to suffer or live in fear of violence. 71% of Michigan Democrats support a ceasefire. So you can try to censor me, but you can't silence their voices. I urge my colleagues to join with the majority of Americans and support a ceasefire now to save as many lives as possible. President Biden must listen to and represent all of us, not just some of us. I urge the president to have the courage to call for a ceasefire and the end of killings. Thank you, and I yield. Well, yeah, they, they want that to happen, you know. And as you said, the majority of people want that to happen. <coughs> but yet, it's not happening because it's not what the majority of the people in this country want or globally. It's what those who are in power want. Is that those who are in control. Caucasians, Europeans, Urugu, whites, are less than 10% of the world's population. But they dominate and control so much. I believe the the percentage is ridiculous, like 70-80%. Mineral wealth, territorial, land. I told you what I think about this Israeli situation. Israel has been on top of all the things that are going on in Gaza and in the West Bank. Anywhere uh, Palestinians are, I'm quite sure they were being surveilled. I, I'm, I'm quite sure. So this sneak attack is bull. They want the world's sympathy and justification of killing Palestinians and taking the land for the final 
solution, their final solution. They want that. They want that. I still think that what's going to happen because Palestinian people are still there and they're going to be mad as hell. Rightfully so. They've been that for well over 50 some years. When Israel was granted the ability to come into Palestine and to take the land without any discussion with Palestinian people, Britain, United States, the Belfort Declaration. United Nations ain't shit. In fact, every institution is an institution that upholds European, Caucasian, extremism, racism, and privilege. Better known as white supremacy. They ain't white and they ain't supreme. That's why I don't use it. I use Brother Paul. (laughs) European, Caucasian, extremism, because they are extreme. Racism because they created the idea of race. There's no such thing as race. They created it. Johann Blumenbach, Carol Linnaeus, they created it. It's a recent phenomenon. It's not something that's been going on since the beginning of time. And privilege. Their privilege. Saw a piece on Caucasians explaining, you know, called whitewashed about a half hour presentation you know they acknowledge the privilege they have they acknowledge the fact that you know they created this situation that benefits them without having them to do anything it's nothing they earn just by, by virtue of the fact that their skin is pale that they earn these privileges in Europe, in other parts of the world, in this country, in Canada, in Australia. They earn these privileges by taking. They just take. The National Black United Front sent a letter on the uh, their position the Israeli situation. And uh, Brother Mickey sent it to me. And it reads as thus. The National Black United Front, NBUF, stands unequivocally in solidarity with Palestinian people in their fight for national liberation. NBUF has an organization resolves to struggle for self-determination, liberation, and power for African people in the United States. We fight to eliminate racism, including Zionism. Including Zionism. In fact, I remember the debate about Zionism is racism. I remember that in the UN. And they got that squashed. <laughs> Monopoly capitalism, sexism, colonialism, neocolonialism, imperialism, and national oppression. In that regard, 
we condemn the more than 75 years of Zionist crime that led to the genocide that is now underway in Gaza. Has we witnessed the genocidal war unfolding against Palestinian people in the wake of the strikes by Hamas against Israel? We must remain clear that the root cause of this historic conflict is the occupation of Palestinian land by the Zionists and the ongoing national oppression of the Palestinian people. The Palestinian people exist in their native Palestine for centuries. The Zionist settlers came and stole the land with the assistance of the British colonizers, drove out most of the Palestinians, destroyed their homes, killed thousands of their people, and forced two million of them into what is generally known today as an open-air market or open-air prison in Ghana. Gaza. Oh, apologize, family. In Gaza. <laughs> an open-air prison in Gaza. The Palestinians who reside in the West Bank of the Jordan River fear scantily better than their, or they fare scantily better than their brothers and sisters in Gaza. Over the decades since the founding of the Zionist state, the Palestinians have been subjugated to the most brutal treatment at the hands of the Zionists. Gaza has been under the most oppressive occupation for the last few decades. Living conditions become unbearable and have continued to get worse. Children have been murdered, homes destroyed, more land taken via illegal settlements, and these and family, these these settlers are some vicious son of a bitches. They're armed to the teeth because once they take the land, they know that the land will belong to them, then they're willing to kill anybody who wants to reclaim their land. The illegal settlements and hospitals and schools have been bombed. The Palestinians have tried peaceful resistance as well as other means. Nothing has relieved their oppression. The Zionists have been and, and are now engaging in ethnic cleansing and genocide against the Palestinian people. In supporting Palestinian liberation, we join in a long line of fighters from African liberation movement in the United States who have historically supported the Palestinian people. Those included El-Hajj Malik El-Shabazz, Malcolm X, George Jackson, Muhammad Ali, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, SNCC, the Black Panther Party, the Committee of Black Americans for Truth in the Middle East, which included luminaries such as James Boggs and Robert Williams and many other organizations and individuals. These committed comrades saw that as we do now, the atrocities committed against the Palestinian people as part of a worldwide colonial imperialist aggression to exert hegemony over people, resources, and land. Many hip-hop artists today have included support for Palestinians in their lyrics, as well as Palestinians have shown solidarity with our African struggle on many occasions, most recently in the wake of the Ferguson, Missouri, and George Floyd uprising. People in the United States in the United States must continue to exhibit the courage to denounce the Zionist oppressors 
and support the liberation of the Palestinian people, we must denounce our own government's actions in supporting the Zionists. This brutality has been un enabled in large part because the unconditional support of Israel, apartheid, by the United States government. We support them unconditionally. We don't give a damn how abusive and what they do. We support them. They have the right to exist. Brutality has been, even now, the Biden administration and most of Congress has pledged to provide more support to Israel to help continue the genocide. Unfortunately, most of the Congressional Black Caucus members, unfortunately, most of the Congressional Black Caucus members eagerly support the destruction of Gaza with their support for this administration's position. They must know. That's like when you, if you get a chance to see that with Sister Tlaib of Michigan, you see supporters behind her, the sisters behind her. I think it's a brother. I'm not sure who, who he is, but you know. They must know that the funds that go to the oppressive Zionist state could be better used to address the many needs of our community in this country. We must also condemn the collaboration between police departments in this country and the oppressive Zionist police force. Understand that the treatment, the, the, the treatment that we receive on the streets is a direct result of the training that the Israeli police department, they did the same thing in South Africa they 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 did the same thing. Thought I had that. Don't stop it. Sorry, family. So, the police training is Zionist. Until the root cause of Palestinian oppression are dismantled, the siege lifted. The apartheid system and the occupation of Gaza ended. Palestinians given the right to return to their homes. Violence will continue to tragically haunt Palestinians and Israelis for years to come. The National Black United Front, IMBA, will continue to stand firmly with the Palestinian people until Palestine is liberated. We demand an immediate ceasefire provide humanitarian aid to Gaza immediately in the oppressive in the oppressive settler colonialism in Palestine. Forward ever, backward never. The National Black United Front. Imbuff. Yeah. So that's the state of the situation, family. That's the state of the situation. And I know for many of us here, we believe in this government. We believe in the United States of America. It is our country, just as many as it, just as much as our country as it is anybody else's, as much as our country as it is theirs. So we stand. And so, 
whatever they do, we support. It's just like the brothers and sisters in the service. And I, I mentioned that uh, Monday because, you know, Baba Baruti was in the service, you know. A lot of good brothers, you know. Yeah. Were in the service. And it's interesting that even though the program in the service gets you indoctrinated into being a warrior for this country, that when they say this is what you do, this is what you do. If you want to get in this conversation, star twice for those in the queue. I'm going to take a break in a minute. Let me go to Jay. Good morning, Jay. Yo, what's up, OC? I just tuned in, man. What's poppin'? No, nothing much, brother. I, I just uh, played a piece um, from the sister. Oh, you got a lot of background noise, Jay. You're killing me. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Thanks. Yeah. Rashida Talib from Michigan. She, she oh, okay. Yeah, played her. You can get that off of um, YouTube. Uh, what, was, what, what was she talking about? She was talking about, right. Um, exactly. well, she's the only, right. She's the only Palestinian, you know, right. a member. So, so, yeah, so she talked about that. And, of course, she had a number of, of brothers and sisters behind her at, in, in Congress. And then uh, Brother Mickey Dean with the National Black United Front, there's a position paper that uh, that went out in support of um, the Palestinians. So I, I, I well, read that. Because well, you know, the, the, the reality is just the brutality in the suffrage of the people, but it's just showing that small devil for what he really is. He's no different than his um daddy the cracker yeah they they both they both devils they 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 just showing the world who and what they are it's just unfortunate that the world is really in no position to to do anything about it now i had saw something on um instagram i think it was last week uh-huh um in regards to at one time the um Saudi Arabia had cut off oil or something like that because uh-huh. of the war and um the CIA went and had them killed. I think one of the <laughs> one of the heads of the CIA uh-huh. I just saw it in passing. So I mean, you know, America in Saudi Arabia, they got a real incestuous relationship. So you don't know what's going to happen in regards to to that form of madness that's going on. But America, because of their strategic position at play over there, they're not going to do anything to no. stop um, no, Israel no, there's, from there's, being the dogs that there, they are. Right. There's nothing that can be said. No amount of votes, no amount of fact that the majority of this country's people want that to happen. They don't want Palestine to be eliminated. They don't want the European Jews to take Palestine. That doesn't make no difference. The bottom line is those who are in control, those who have the material wealth, the monetary wealth, they are in control, and they want it to happen. They 
they are the ones. And so yeah, because because um, it's really it's really about the whole land grab, which benefits Israel and the benefits America right. because right. of what's going on with um, the trade and right. how there's a strong possibility that this new canal that they've been building. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna control it? Who's gonna benefit from it? Sure, and all they of that. Are, right. So, I mean, the the the, the bottom line is, it's mm-hmm. just sad. Yeah, it's sick. It is. Shows the white man for the dog that he is. Right, because to and, to to, to physically, a lot of the situations that you see today, they happened when there was no communications, when there was no mass communications. They happened. Right. You know in the silence or in, under the cover of and, and, and their land were taken in Australia, in New Zealand. Their lands was, you know, they were erased, yeah. they were killed and so forth. But today, when you could see something happen right now, in real time, anywhere around the world, and yet but it's happening. What kind, of human, what kind of human being are you anyway when you could bomb a hospital, yeah. where you could kill thousands of babies in the world allow that sugar honey iced tea to go on. That idea is justification for the destruction of Israel, the killing of babies. Yeah. I mean, how do, like I always say, how do you expect any Palestinian child worth their weight in gold to not want to put a burning necktie on a small neck? Yeah. How could you go up and not expect them to want any sort of vengeance against the small hat. And let me tell you something. As this moves forward and other countries start to speak out, America is pushing themselves in the vulnerable position for some madman to go and do certain things in retaliation for them allowing these small hats to do what they're doing to those people. And let me say this clearly. The Palestinians don't give a goddamn about black people. They don't care nothing about them. I've I've dealt with them here in New York and had to check them because of their arrogance, their rudeness, and things like that. There's no doubt about it. Listen, listen. Yeah, there's no doubt about it that there are many people in the Arab world. Let's look at the history. Let's look at Arabism sweeping across North Africa, what they did to Africa and their displacement. That's why you see in North Africa today, uh, those who are in control are, are so-called Arabs and lighter-skinned people at the expense of African people. You look at what they uh, did in Libya when they were castrating brothers and sending them to Saudi Arabia, eunuchs. You know, I mean, that happens today. That, I'm, I ain't talking about some decades ago, and then it did then, but it's still today. You know, so... I understand what you're saying, I agree, but there are some Palestinians who understand that they need support, and we have given them support, you know, and so... Well, everybody understands that in the world, Oshie. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's never really... The issue is... The issue is these so-called allyships, and the reality is once people get what they want... They turn around and kick you in the behind. That's yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm saying, and right. that's what I'm talking about. That's the reality. But look, I know you. Yep, I'm gonna take a break. Take a break. But one last thing. 
Let me tell you. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you that. Google Google is a tell your boy from over in the pond to watch his mouth today. I'm still a little hot about that Uncle Ruckus nonsense. And you can get that smoke. I love giving that smoke because the judging is what I do. So put him in his book, Goody Google Place, because I'm going to be listening. And I will give him that smoke. You hear me, Paul? Do you hear me, Paul? Talk to you later. All right, Jay. All right. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. We're going to take a break. We come right back. I'm going to get to Sister Abdiya and those other folks who are waiting. Appreciate it. All those who call in, what is your, what is your African perspective on this tough situation? All right. You're listening to African Perspectives. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media. Part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Let it go on a dance floor 
to the kitchen table. My heart's full of love, spirits in the flow. And I'm loving my people. Folks gather at the church on a Sunday morning. They sing and praise and gospel music's born. God gave us love enough with spirits free to run. Why can't we learn to love ourselves like we're the chosen ones? Come and let me know how your life is doing good. Tell me how the blessings flow through the neighborhood. Share with me that time of feelings understood. Time for an awakening media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And we appreciate you listening, appreciate you participating, appreciate you giving us a, the good vibes that you do to do the things that we do on this radio program every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And, of course, there are other radio programs much like this that deal with independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty for African people. I hope they will model these just like my motto, Pan-Africanism or Perish. Unify or die. There is no other choice, family. That's the bottom line. Either we do it or we we ain't going to be no more. And that's the bottom line. So, uh, join the conversation. Dial 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. Sister Habia, my sister, how you doing today? Sister Habia, are you there with me? Or going to call back later? Okay, well, you know to hit the star twice. Let yourself in. 
hit star twice. You can or just dial again two one five four nine zero nine eight three two two one five four nine zero nine eight three two. You know, there's a lot of I think unlike times in the past, there's a lot of good information as it relates to Palestine, European Jews, and so forth. A lot of good information out there. But of course, the fear that uh, the European Jews in the United States has on citizens and globally is real. And this idea of anti-Semitism. They're not Semitic people. So if you speak against them, you're not being anti-Semitic. If you say something or if you do whatever, you're not being anti-Semitic. You know, that's what um, Kanye, not Kanye, damn Kanye. That's why Kyrie Irving said what he said. He understood that. You know, I don't know if Kyrie, Kyrie had to be playing around with the flat earth um, BS, you know. Because not only, not only uh, did do you see the planets, their spheres, and not only you see the around uh, the orbiting around the sun and all the other stuff that you see that the flat Earth thing is bullshit, and you know, <laughs> yeah. But it was, you know, it's a good side thing. But one of the things that helped African people know about the the roundness of Earth was when the ships were taking off out of the Mediterranean, into the Mediterranean, out of Kemet. And, and it was, as they looked around the horizon, they seen that the ships, you know, they were sailing down. And so... We understood that, so we believe that if you just continue to go around, you'll come back to the same location. So we knew that way back then. We know it now. So, all right, Brother Paul, Brother Paul, good afternoon. Baba Ochi, Baba Ochi, how are you today? I am well, sir. I am doing fine, my brother. How you doing, man? Well, like I always say, Baba Ochi, and I have to completely uh, reinforce the rhetoric because uh, that's what keeps me alive. You know, I, I, every day I wake, I just say a little, give a little affirmation sure. and give thanks. That's right. That's it. Yeah, you know, I agree. Just, you know? Yeah, I um, agree. Be thankful, because, man. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And let me say this before I, I make my injection. Uh, Uncle Uncle Jay. <laughs> Uncle Jay. Uncle Jay. Yes. Calm down. Calm down. Don't take no offense. <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all in good spirit. It's all in good spirit. You, you know, know it like, is. Uh, you know it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I remember Baba Ochi. Um, uh, uh, um, I think um, 
there was a guess what came on this platform. And I remember Baba J, uh, Uncle Jay saying to saying that uh, you know he he put on a little bit of weight and he has to get off the couch. Um, well, you know I hope he's achieved that. <laughs> now he's spent a lot of time. <laughs> you know, let's hope that he has because I mean let's yeah. got to get up off the couch to do something. You don't want to stay there too long. You know, yeah. More. I, and I, you gotta I, get I know he spent a lot of time. I know he, from his own words, I know he spent a lot of time in the cab. Yeah. You know, so, you know, we know that what that achieves, but it's all in goodwill, you know. And um, oh, no we, 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 what no would doubt. we do with that? Um, what would we do with that, our brother Jay? Oh, you understand? Man. He, yeah. Bro, brother Jay, he reminds me of, um, in actual fact, the, the, you see, you see, my 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 dad is like this, yeah, Baba Ochi. He's like, uh, for me, uh, you know, I'd be telling my dad some story, you know, some event, and he's got a way of just cutting through the nonsense okay. and just telling you as it is. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I'd be telling him something, and he he turn around and say something, and it, it's it's like a left hook because <laughs> I think. <laughs> He just say that, you know, and it, uh, it's shocking, you know. He he's not one, where especially with us, our brothers, mm-hmm. he never been one to um to uh, go around the bush. He just stick to the point and tell you as it is, <laughs> whether it. you like it or not. That's it. Be direct. Be direct. I like that. I like that in him. Yeah. 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 So and it kind of shapes you because as harsh as it is, it shapes you. And I think what I realize now on reflection. Um, you know, some of my peers, we we kind of grown into this um, pretending and acting, and a lot of it, right? I think on reflection is is to fit in. We're trying to fit in, because because we are, you know, we're described as uh, uh, whatever you want to call yourself. I know you don't like this term, black. But a lot of us refer to ourselves or Caribbean or African or whatever. But with those titles comes a certain character, which comes a certain culture. Um, you can't deny it. I mean, even the dialect. Sure. Uh, our, voice, sure. our voices are, you know, as we don't. I don't even think we look into this a lot. If you like, for instance, if I listen to an American, uh, a European, or a white man. His voice or his dialect is different, this, right. despite the fact that he's speaking the American accent. Right. His actual dialect is different. It's lighter, for instance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 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 most black men, not, I mean, this is not a, a golden rule, but most black men have a, have a heavier type exactly. voice. Exactly. Good. Good analogy. Good. Yeah. Uh, uh, good observation, Paul. Because right. I was going to say the same thing. Because I've I've talked about this before. You can tell. You don't see him. You're listening to the radio. Or you're listening to. You don't see the individual, but you can tell that's a brother or a sister, and or if it's a yeah. Caucasian, you know you can tell. Yeah. And and that and that's despite the language he's speaking. And you know what I realized? One, I, I read this book, and I I think I got it from the library, and I I I I can't remember the title of the book. It's like I returned it. But it, it was, I remember, you know, sometimes when you read a book and you're learning things for the first time, it's almost that you can't get to the end of it because you keep reading 
So it's so it's so mind blowing that you keep reading certain things over and over again because it's like, it, and it was about dialect, right? It mm-hmm. explained about, and this thing, this is a thing we don't really talk about. It's not really explained. And what 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 you've just explained there is to do with dialect, where someone could be speaking a completely different language, and you pick up in their dialect what ethnic brute or the fact that they belong to the African group or right. whatever. Yeah. Right. So the point is this. Yeah? So the, this, the point is this, is that despite the fact that we've been removed from the motherland and we've been taken all over the place, there's certain things you can identify about that person without even seeing them. You understand? It's not a golden rule because sometimes you, you know, you might even hear white man. He has a sure. similar dialect, right? He, and, you understand? Right. And the same yeah. thing with us. The same thing with us because there's some uh, brothers or sisters. They do sound. I mean, they speak fluent Caucasian. Okay. <laughs> they speak <laughs> fluent Caucasian. I mean, they got it down to a T. You know. In fact, I remember watching this one sister. You know, apparently she definitely grew up in the suburbs. You know. <laughs> but because when I closed my eyes and listened to her, that was the image that I had, some blonde, blue-eyed, you know, white woman, you know. And, but that yeah. happens. That happens. But, but, but I would say most of the time when you hear an American African speak or Africans speak, you know it's them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, um, it's, it's an it's an interesting part of our our development and our and and it's part of our culture, right? Um, and then and then it makes me think that, and it for me at the stage I'm at today, why we have to remove ourselves from wrapping ourselves around the flag, because this this idea of wrapping yourself around the flag is a eurocentric ideology sure. it's it's a eurocentric creation and it's and it's 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 to make you part and parcel of the corporation right and then they 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 give you they give you different names for the corporation like country right mm-hmm. or even um uh you know like africa like they'll say africa is a continent well that's how they describe it that's part of the indoctrination but we we regurgitate and reciprocate rhetorically the same things because we accept it. Where that's not really from our culture as such. You understand? Like we talk about countries when really we were nations. We, we describe right. ourselves as tribes. Right. When we were Nation. part of well, nations. They, no, we were nations. They they described us as tribes. You know, but this Europeans is what I'm saying. Us, right. well, we do uh-huh. the same thing now. Right. Okay. We do the same okay, thing right. now. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and that that. And, you know, not to blame anybody because that comes with the indoctrination. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, today, we don't know the difference between we calling something education when really <laughs> that is indoctrination. Because what they've done, they've hoodwinked you and bamboozled mm-hmm. you into believing that your language is English because you don't know other language, so therefore, mm-hmm. by, by by giving you that language, then 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 they put on top of that language. That that's like the uh, um, in computer terms, I call it the BIOS. I've spoke about this before. It's like the preparation to then indoctrinate you to put the operating system on there. Right. 
And then once they put the operating system on there, right? And it makes me think of this, Baba Ochi. This is why we can't be too harsh on our brothers and sisters, yeah? Mm-hmm. Because we are all indoctrinated. You understand? Right. Even those born on the continent, right? One of the weapons of war was to impose the English language on them. I mean, Nigeria, this place known as Nigeria, the bit, uh, apparently they say is the most Africans per capita on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. True. But their, na- their, na- their national language is English. It's English. It's English. It's English. Yes. I mean, think they about that, They have all those other languages, you know, Shanti, Yibu, you know. They, they have, have all those other They but... have over 258. Yeah. Two over 258 different dialects and different languages but yet the natural language the, the national language is english. english the name is was given to them right by, nigeria yes it's not african by Scotsman and his wife his wife and actually actually lord lugar lord lugar's wife gave them the name nigeria after the niger river and really it translates as nigger area that is what it translates Mm. area okay mm-hmm. nigeria right so this is where we're at yeah <laughs> well see that's why, yeah. that's why I've, I've, that's why i've advocated that all the words all the boundaries everything as it pertains to the african continent needs to be reevaluated and looked at what is the origin what is the foundation if just like cameroon cameroon means shrimp you know right so Get rid of this, this all these names that the Europeans have done. You know, uh, 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 Lake Victoria. Hell, that's not Lake Victoria. Damn that! What, what what do we want to name it? The falls and so forth. What do we want it to be? You know. So. And, and Bob, Bob Ochi, as you say, uh, you say a uh, cameraman shroom. Absolutely, Caribbean. You know what Caribbean means? No. Cannonball. 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 That's what it translates as. Cannon. Now, this is the madness. And Mm -hmm. we, this is why these people are laughing at us, you know. They are laughing at us. They are absolutely skidding their teeth because they imposed upon us a language and we really don't even know what we're saying. And that's why they call it spelling. Because we are casting spells with dimension. Right, and we don't, we don't even, you know what? I don't even know why we don't even, we don't even analyze this. I mean, when I say this, I mean we don't even question it. It's like we speak this language like it's normal. Mm-hmm. We think it's normal. It's not yeah. normal. Yeah, it's a weapon of war used to impose on your mind to keep you enslaved Wait, in your yes. mind. And we don't even, you know, I, I know some people must think this is crazy because it's so normal to speak this language, right? But it's not. And what I'm saying is, yeah, we were born into this mind mental prison. But our job is is to get out of it. Right. And therefore, and and I, not even our brothers and sisters on the continent. Re- well, I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them don't even realize it either. Because if they really realized it, yeah, you know, they'd be, uh, you know, helping us. Meaning they will put, they'd be pointing these things out. Sure. But they too are indoctrinated. They too. Because I've, I've even, on this side of the pond, I've heard my African brothers and sisters born on the continent say that if, if they spoke their language in their home, they get beat. 
Mm. Have you ever heard? Uh, not really. I haven't heard that coming out of Africa. Listen. Uh, because I know that Listen, when I was in I Ghana, I didn't go to a lot of places. I've been to Ghana, I've been to Senegal for a minute, and 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 in Kemet or Egypt. Those are the three places that I've really been, and uh, and that's been limited. And and so, but in Ghana, I know that whatever tree, Ashanti, whatever they speak, you know, they they still speak that in the home. So not just uh, uh, English. Speak that in a home, Baba Oshi. But listen, I, I mean, I, I obviously in, in, I grew up with a lot of uh, 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 from um, Nigeria. Okay. My close friends were Nigerian and Ghanaian, yeah. And I've heard this so many times. Not not so much when we were growing up, growing up. But obviously, when people get older, they start speaking of things which used to happen to them when they're young because they reflect on it, yeah. Yeah. And I've heard this story so many times, right? Yeah. You know, even, 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 you know, I'm saying about them, but I'm telling you another thing you've never, probably never heard. You know, I'll, we, um, in Jamaica, for instance, we have a particular way of talking they call patois, but that in itself is an adaptation mm -hmm. of English language. It's, right. It's, it's a, it has many words, like we say, uno, or, uno, or, or, like you hear Jamaica say, uno better move, or uh, uno is a, is a, is a Igbo word. They say the same word today, uno. Uno better work quick. Uno, it means you lot. Okay, it's the it's an Igbo word. So there's a lot of words even within our dialect which are African words. So the Jamaican translation is is African and English mixed up. That's what we call in patois, right? Okay. But even when we were young, m my parents are the same age as you, right? And the reason why I say that is because, you know, they came here when they were young. They have a bit more modern ideas than like my grandmother who's bit different right but even my parents if we if we spoke like them we get chastised for it wow. now imagine you, you your two parents speak with a particular type of dialect totally understand which others don't okay but if you do it you get chastised they, i'm just trying to explain i love my parents they're the best parents ever but this is what we've been through right. this is the kind of mind assault we've been through for a mind assault, and the, the, the part of that mind assault is even the people close to us. That's my own mother and father I'm telling you about. It's not their fault. It's not their fault, okay? Because even in Jamaica, you know, you 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 know that is it's considered like a you speak the way you're grown. It's considered not talking English. It's you look down on. Mm -hmm. This is what these people have done to us. This is a weapon of war, is what I'm trying to explain. So when we're looking outside ourselves, we're looking all around the world for the problem. My my position is this. we got to look within. That's because right. our power comes from within. Yes. It comes from within. Yeah. If, if we, look, we just acknowledge these things, right? We don't have to go and do no diploma or no degree and get this top job and all this nonsense. No, you don't. Your power comes from your mind. So therefore, if you st if you don't acknowledge, because we've got, some, what I'm trying to explain is, we've got some people who've done all these things, been to the top universities, most educated, and they are damn right fools. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have to be honest with you. Right. They are damn right <laughs> fools. Right? And why I say that, because what are they doing for their community? What are they, how are they uplifting their community? Huh? How Not are they doing that? Thing. They live in a big house. Yep. They got all the mod tons, right? Yeah. And then when they die, they leave it all behind. 
and they 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 carry on this lie like their children are going to benefit from it. Most time, the children turn drug addicts, turn all kind of alternative lifestyle people, and all kind of madness. Okay, that's what really happens in reality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Turn. Look at these big stars with all their money. Look at their children, man. Their children are the most confused out of this. Oh man. So it's so this make belief that if you do all this, follow this thing, this is gonna happen. Nine times out of ten, it don't happen that way. The problem is, is your mind, and we've got to take back our power. And I want to just touch on this Palestine thing. One of the big problems these people have, right? This uh, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, the nutter in there, yeah. The biggest problem they have, what I see them doing over there, is boycotting. How can they tell people? I've heard that in some states they're trying to make it illegal that you can't boycott right. them. Well, I, I, yes. I, I, I did. I touched on it. I touched. I did a little bit of research, and I found that that goes against the, the constitution. Apparently, right? I don't know what part of the constitution is in, but some things I've read. It so says, you have no, the right to boycott, illegal. right? You, you have the right to boycott, right? But no. you see, let me show you how devious these people are. Yeah. Okay. They're trying to. Because they know, right, if you start – forget what – I mean, it's crazy what we're seeing over there. But if we just take back our power, look at where their investments are and don't spend a penny with them. Just pay, don't spend one penny with them, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see how quick – you see how long they last, right? So even though these politicians are supporting this madness – crazy madness and trying to tell you you can't see what you see and what you're seeing is total barbarity genocide is what you're seeing mm-hmm. right in front of yeah. your face and yeah. they're telling you oh they have the right to defend them so what they're telling you is they have the right to kill, kill. our will that's, that's what they're right. telling you that's okay? right and we all know human behavior don't work like that you know that's not right so hear what i'm saying the power still belongs to the individual the power is to don't spend with them. Fight. Just go on the internet and look where there's a company called BD, uh, company. There's an organization called BDS, right? BDS. And it's to do with uh-huh. BDS. Okay. BDS. I'm going to send you the details. They tried to shut this organization down. It's a Palestinian-based organization who started boycotting them, and they went crazy. You see what I'm saying to you? You see, look, you don't have to run to these politicians and ask them because these politicians are whores. They are the whores of these people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. They've told something. Yeah. They're not used. You have to take back your power and don't spend no money. That's how the people need to work. Don't spend no money with these people. You see how quickly, you see if they can carry on with what they carry on doing. And that's what they fear most. That's why they try to shut down BDS and all these, try to make it illegal for you to. How dare they tell you? you got a constitution which protects that. And they're telling you to go against the constitution and tell you that you can't work at them. This is the, this is the liberties. They're taking liberties. And I tell you what, when people talk about Baba Ocho, we ain't got a dog in the fight, or you ain't got a dog in the fight, they better wake up. They better wake up because what they, why are they showing you these things on telly? Because they're trying to make it acceptable. So, so when you start to bark up loud, they just come and kill off your whole family. And everybody, right. no one will butt like No one. Because they've shown you on your TV, this is what we can do. We can flatten your children, exactly. kill your girl children, exactly. make you run with your baby. Your baby's in hospital, so you, you and, and you've got to People better wake up. Yeah, you got automatically you got fear 
in you. And right. you're afraid, and, and that fear makes you sometimes catatonic. You don't want to move. You're too afraid to move. You're afraid that the move that you might make will be very and that's what they want. That's yeah. why they're showing you these things on TV, because they are sowing fear into the subliminal. And mm. what does fear do? Fear makes you act like a rabbit caught in the headlights. Yes. You just stand there and wait for the car to run you over. Yes. Okay? So I'm saying that you, no matter what you're seeing, you have power, and it comes from your mind. It does not come outside yourself. It comes from your mind. And yes. when you get your mind right, you can do anything. And the first thing you must do, this is your – I don't agree with this thing called solutions. This is your power. You take your money out of anything they do. You tell your friend and your family, we ain't spending with them. That's right. No money to them. And and you, you look, you just go on your phone and you just find this information. Where are they? type in what organization they invest in, where and you just tell your friends and spread the word. Don't spend yeah. with them. You don't need no politician yeah. to, to talk for you or act on your behalf because they have sold their souls. Well, you know, uh brother Rick who calls, uh, that's what he says consistently. He's also the one that talks about developing a language so that we can speak with some cultural privacy, you know, whether it be Swahili or some other language that we develop. And so, you know, because I'm, I'm, you know, just as you said, just at this very moment, you know, they're listening. They always listen, you know. You know, you know, you know I, I've heard the brother say that, and, and uh, I partially agree. But hear what now? Hear what? For me, um, yeah. Look, we don't develop a language Swahili. The, the, the thing is, yeah, you know um, the thing about uh, our language, yeah, our uh, our original language. The reason why they had to steal it, the reason why, because they had to impose on you the culture, you to accept what they say. For me personally, it doesn't matter what language you find, whether it's Swahili, whatever. It, it does that the first step because it's about expanding your mind. Um, um, Sankofa. Sankofa, the Sankofa bird looks backwards. This right. is the Ghanaian idea for this, this, this to sum it up. The right. Sankofa bird turns back to, backwards. What, what, what it means is that you go back to the exactly. So therefore, You go back to move language, forward. You go back to move right. forward. Exactly. Okay, so I hear my brother Rick, right? But for me, more powerful than that is to go back to the source. That is, that is, that is upon all of us. That's not something you have to go learn. That's not something where you have to go and sit in a college or 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 get some technology for. No, you go within yourself. For instance, you might meditate. You might travel on the astral plane. I don't want to take this far too far, but you, you have to go within yourself. You have to do some. Serious mind exercises. You have to exercise some serious discipline with yourself. Now, if you can't do that, most of us cannot exercise this form of discipline, right? Mm -hmm. It takes practice. But what I'm saying to you, Baba Ochi, if you're not willing to do that, please do not come to me and tell me about I'm into technology. I work with technology every day. I know about encryption. I know about all these things. I read about it. It's my hobby. I I, I know all about it, okay? Mm All these things are based on numbers, right? When we talk about encrypted, it's all based on numbers. It's about mathematics. Yes, I know all about that. But to me, that's the answer. 
The answer is Sankofrin. Because once you go in yourself, you're going to learn things about yourself that you never knew, which these people have hidden from you. They've hidden from you through your language. They've hidden from you through your indoctrination. They've hidden from you through your programming. So when you go within yourself, you're going to discover things that you never knew about yourself. You're going to discover powers. And I'm going to end it like this, yeah? There was a man who used to live in our area, right? A friend said to me, come and see this man. His name was Mr. Brown, they call him. He was from Jamaica, yeah? And I said, what can this man do for me? He's a Rasta friend of mine. And I, I thought, because I had some issues, yeah? I had some problems at the time. He said, okay. look, come. And I'm thinking in my head, what can this guy do for me? Right. I don't even know him, yeah? Then I'm thinking, how much money am I going to have to give this man? He said, listen, don't give him no money. Now, I went to see him. Yeah, he took me to, he convinced me. And I went there. When I got to his house, there were so many people there. I, and I couldn't believe it. Big women, um, young, uh, young men, uh, uh, all kind of peoples, all black, um, different, African, Caribbean, all different there, yeah? And I was shocked. I'm thinking, what is all these people doing here? Anyway, when I, the man done some scribbling on a piece of paper, sat okay. me down, done some okay. scribbling. I'm thinking, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> what can this man do for me, really? Right. Then the man said to me, who is, and he said my um, my eldest daughter's mom's name. And I, I looked at him and I thought, you ta- you taking you, you taking a joke out of me? What is this? And I looked at my I looked at my friend because I'm thinking to myself, him and my friends had some conversation. Yeah. And my friend just looked at me like, see, see. And I'm thinking, what is going on? It. The man told me my life. I'm telling you the truth. The man told me everything I was doing in my life and what was going wrong and right. And I looked at him, and it was as if someone took a baseball bat and hit me on my head because I couldn't say nothing to him. I'm thinking, how's this stranger know right. it? I'm right. looking at this man, and the man's telling me my life. I mean, he mentioned is, my is he, is, he, is he telling you? Is he telling you particular things or in yeah. generalizations? You know, is he saying specific things? He asked me. Uh-huh. Who is? And he mentioned my daughter's mom's name. He mentioned her name. Oh, wow. So I'm looking, now I'm thinking to myself, uh, I looked at my friend, right? He's uh-huh. a bit older than me. And I'm thinking, I, I can't remember even, even saying her name to him. And, and then and then the man started telling me all the things that was going on in my life and what I'm doing wrong and wrong. I'm telling you, and I knew I was doing what he told me, but no one else knew. Yeah. No one else knew. I didn't talk to, I'm not a person who blabs up the place and tells people my business. He told me, right? Now, I left that, I left that shocked as hell. I'm thinking, this is some madness, yeah? Mm-hmm. I remember telling a friend of mine, right? Many years later, that friend of mine said to me, your life changed after you saw, went to see Mr. Brown. And I, and I thought, what are you talking about, my life changed? How did my life change? And I sat there and he said, yeah, you're letting track. You went into business, you've done this and you've done that and done that. And you know what? After that, about... It took me about a month, and then I started to realize what he said was true. And I'll tell you why my life changed after that. It wasn't because really what he said, because I was analyzing it. How did this man do it? Then I started to realize, listen, we don't even know ourselves and our powers. How can a stranger tell you, give you names of people you know? Play it like that, right? And tell you what you're doing in your life, but no one else knows. How can they do that? Because... There's something called the Archaic Records. I think I might have pronounced it wrong, right? It's a frequency, right? It's a frequency. Everything is frequencies. The scientists will even tell you everything is frequencies. We had all these abilities, telepathy, parapsychology, all these that we had. But because we've been so indoctrinated to this madness world, we've forgotten. 
Yeah, we're not in tune to it. And we, everything we're doing is literal. And we don't even know ourselves. So, like, yeah, I hear my brother, Rick. Yeah, I hear him. And I'm not saying I agree or I disagree. But I'm telling you, our powers are far more sophisticated than that. But the problem is, and then some people listen to me know they've got these powers. But they're so indoctrinated, they're even scared to talk about it. That's how they've got us dumbed down. They're even scared to talk about it. You know, my auntie, my auntie tells me things, used to tell me things. I used to start getting annoyed going around the house because she always start talking things. Oh, you're right. She keeps asking me I'm all right. And I'm not all right. But she told me what's happening. And I, 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 so I you know, after I stopped going around it, because it's like she knew everything. We've got it even on our family. If I talk to my grandmother about it, she doesn't want to talk about it. But her mom, who I knew, everybody went in Jamaica went to her to find out what's going on in their life. Everybody went to her. But her own daughter don't even want to talk about it. You can't talk to her nothing about it. She's just in total denial. That's how we are. Mm. So, yeah, I hear that. But I'm telling you, we're far deeper than that. We're far more powerful than that. But we've forgotten. We're like the lost sheep. We've forgotten who we are. Yeah, yeah. Completely forgotten who we are. That's well, we've been, made to, we, we've been made to believe that who we are is what they say who we are. Right. You get me, Baba Ochi. Yes. You get me. And yes. we behave like that. Look, yes. I remember, I'm not saying no names, but I listen to W.O. I remember a man saying that we should go and learn Spanish, you know? Spanish. I hear that. I know that person knows who they are. And I'm thinking to myself, Spanish? What for? What? So we can get a job. That's what you were saying. But listen, 200, over 250 languages just exist within that area called Nigeria. Over 258. Now, this problem, I don't know the correct figure. I know Nigeria because I've got family in Nigeria and I study about that. But I'm not sure of the whole continent. You're probably talking about 900 different dialects. Yeah. Look, but they all come from the same root. Right. And we've been taken out for a reason. We have been taken out to realize who we really are. And that's what Sankofa means. Go back to the source. You don't go back to the source if you're already in the source. You're in the source and you don't even know where you are because you, you're indoctrinated. We've been taken out to look back and find out who we really are. So we can talk about all these systems they set up, like the fiat currency. We can talk about um, the, all these things, yeah? These are all the things they've set up. But we've been here from the beginning. How do you think we got to this far? Because we had serious powers. We built those pyramids because we knew who we are, we were, and we built them for a reason. We didn't just build them to, like, some just to look at. There was a reason why we booked them. If you look at the yeah. dimensions, if you look where they were placed. If you look at there's something called grid, the grid lines. You will work out. We were, we were working with some serious science. What they call science today, we call it Kemetian magic, or yeah. Kemet, which means alchemy. Which right. translates right. to science. Exactly. We were dealing with all these things about OG, but we've forgotten. That's why we're running to them. They came to us to learn. You know that. They came to us to learn. Now we're going to, it's like we're going to our children to find out who we are. That's what we're, <laughs> we're doing. Yeah. That's what we're doing. We're That's going it. to our children. We're, yeah. we're going to like some step, naughty little stepchildren to find out who we are. What kind of madness is that? Telling us, oh, we should go and learn something from them because if we learn something from them, but we've done all these things before. Look, I study and I look at them. It, it's not black people saying it, it's white people saying it. All these things we're doing, we've done before. We've done before. We knew these things, but we've just forgotten. Yeah. That's what they've done to us. Yeah. So I'm going to get off my soul. All right, now my brother. And let somebody else. Yeah. All right, my brother. Thank you, Paul. Thanks. Sister, Sister Abia, how you doing? Good afternoon. 
I'm blessed. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I am yeah, doing well. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was, uh, you know, enjoying listening to uh, Brother Paul, and and one of the comments he said about um, interacting with some of, you know, brothers and sisters from the continent of Africa, because I. I'll meet them sometimes. Okay. I work and they'll say, my name is Mary and my name is Jane. And I said, well, what's your real name? What's your African name? Right. And then they, inadvertently, they always have a beautiful African name. Right. And I ask them the meaning, the meaning and they have a significant meaning for it. Mm-hmm. So. Right. But they choose, but they choose, but they choose to use their quote Christian name, you know? They choose to use James, yeah, John, I didn't, I didn't know if it was Mary, and, or what? I just yeah. thought it was White, mm-hmm. <laughs> John Adams, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but they, but they like, and I said, well, why don't you use a beautiful African? And they said, oh, it's too hard for people. They won't be able to pronounce it. They wouldn't be able to say it. And I, and then I say it all easy. I said, it's easy to say. Yeah. So it's interesting. I, I think it's part of just yeah that indoctrination, what, what what he was talking about. But um, you know, in relation to what we do is. Speaking out, saying earlier, we're talking about um, what's going on with the Palestinians. And so I, I just say, um, you know, shout out to Sister Tanaeed Rashid. Yes. That was awesome. Awesome, wasn't it? Yeah. It was powerful. She, just like Ella, uh, the other the other congresswoman, she, mm-hmm. she's real powerful too. Yeah. Ella Mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it was just a lot of powerful and, and a lot of truth to what she was saying. Right. Um. You know, and uh, so I thought that was good that they're speaking out. Now, they had, uh, and, and I liked what Imba said, too. They were just being very, uh, you know, yeah. powerful and Pan-African strong. And, you know, what's interesting, too, um, I, I heard on the radio yesterday or saw it on some some program, maybe it was MSNBC or something, but um, they had the black uh, pastors of, uh, had came out and spoke out against, all the atrocities that they're doing in Palestine. Is that they, right? They had a group of black pastors, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, from across the, the nation? Or was it a denomination? Was it a denomination? Or, or just Some, a, she said, we just wanted to do it. She said, we as a solidarity. It was different ones. They had all Baptists okay. and Protestants, and it was different. They yeah. said they were all off the country, and they submitted it to just, uh and you know they they just said that we 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 have to speak out because we opposed to all this killing yes. and genocide and we calling for a um, you know a ceasefire, and so I, I I thought that was good. Okay. I mean it was interesting. I mean they're doing better than the, than the uh, what is the black caucus. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. I think well, that yeah. because the majority of the because the majority of the black caucus stands with Israel, stands with the I mean, government. Yeah, yeah, like look at Jeffrey. Yeah, you know, the, the head guy. He, I mean, he. They had this um, uh, thousand uh, whatever they had the Jewish march. Uh-huh. I don't know if you mentioned they had the Jewish march yesterday, right? Where they all went up to Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. And they was and they said they were standing for for the Jews, right? Or whatever, and, and you know Jewish. I, I mean, it was just such an abomination. And then they had this this one guy that spoke advanced somebody. And he, you know, he was saying, "Yeah, we, you know, we we want uh, uh, we want the hostages to be released, but in addition, we want the uh, media ceasefire so we uh-huh. can stop the killing." Do you know he was booed off the off the off the the, the place up there, mm. the stadium? Yeah, 
And I said, well, what's going on with these, 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 they, they, they so hypocritical. I mean, what, you know, they, they, they're talking about they're against killing and death, but you, you done bombed 11,000 yeah, well, uh, people, 40% children. Yeah, that's the fact they're not. Uh, the, Euro- the, the, the European has always been, since its human development, been about killing, about murder, about death, domination, and destruction. So it's not death, surprising. Death, domination, destruction. There yep, you go. It is. And so it's not surprising that these uh, individuals would love to be bombing men, women, and children, you know, indiscriminately. And, and, and it's a damn shame. But um, that's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's something else, and you know, their war cry is we 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 can self defense. We have that. That's beyond self defense. They right. don't the offense. They mm-hmm. call you know, and after here they bombed the the Shia the Shia hospital, mm-hmm. you know, and they was conniving, saying, well, they got uh, hostages underneath. And I was hearing um, on CNN. This morning they said that they, they didn't find no hostages up in there. Well, see, that's the thing. They they, they, <laughs> have, they, they have been habitual liars that every, liars. Time I, every time I watch the news and they talk about, because you had this one uh, Israeli officer and he's talking with such conviction about supposedly what has happened at the hospital and down there, they're doing this, they're doing that, you know. Yeah, and the doctor said he lied. Yeah. The doctor just said he lied. Right. But, I mean, the, what is the bottom line? The bottom line is they want to eliminate, exterminate, get rid of the Palestinians. They want all of and the they land. They want all of mm-hmm. it. You know, they want to get rid of them. And, and, and I said this, and I'll say it again, and, and I could be wrong. Of course, I've been wrong. But I believe they want the Palestinians to be taken by another country and given some land, and the United States, along with Israel, along with Europe, will give that country some support in resettling the Palestinian people there. Thereby, resettling, right? Yeah, and yeah. so thereby mm-hmm. believing that that should settle it. Okay, so they got a place now. We got we got Israel. We got all of Israel. We got. Yeah. The West Bank, we got the Golden Heights, we got, you know, Gaza, we got everything. That's and, a war crime too, and an abomination. And, and we're going to build this uh, uh, um, canal. We're going to build this canal, <laughs> and they've been talking about that. And that canal will will kind of uh, downplay uh, the Suez Canal that 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 stands between Saudi Arabia and Egypt. You know. And and because number one, that canal is kind of restrictive, being that only one ship can go in one way. This canal now six can go in, right? right. Mm-hmm. You know, but so you know, I think that's a war crime too. I know it's a war crime because they trying to they trying to run the people out of the country they're in, and so that's a terrorist attack too. They they trying to run and say other people, you, you you know, they make part of it. They want other people to take them, but also they trying to kill them off. Yeah, I mean, because they're lying, say go south, and on the way south they getting bombed. When yeah. they get to the south, they bomb. Right. So it's, it's just uh, it's it's a terrible abomination. And what you know, the thing with that hospital, that was the biggest hospital they had up there. 
And so then they come in there bombing it, lying and conniving, talking about they finding something they didn't find. But then they terrorize the patients. I, I said, these people, this is just, they was going out tearing the, terrorizing the patients and, mm-hmm. and saying, are you, uh, are you, since they can't tell the difference, are, are you Hamas? And, you know, after you done bombed the people and, and all of this, just so much atrocity. I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah. Yep. It's it's just uh, you know, and someone that has really had a good analysis. You 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 know, uh, Dr. Greg Carr. Yes, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a phenomenal. I, I was he has something on YouTube. You know, listen to it. I mean, he's just given a real historical analysis and basis and political mm-hmm. assessment of the whole thing. You know, just about you know just just about what we've been talking about. Just the, right. You know, the heroism, the exploitation, the abomination, and you know the attempted genocide. But he he he, he has a really good um, talk on it. So, you know, so all right, that was this. It's something else. It's uh, you know, we stand firm. Mm-hmm. All right, my sister, okay. I appreciate you. Thank you always for listening, supporting, yeah, and calling in. Yeah. And I thank all the brothers and sisters for that. I know I only have a few more minutes left, and so I... Oh, really? Oh, oh okay. I was just waiting. I didn't know. Okay, that time with my bath. Okay. Yep. Abibi Vaudier. Abibi Vaudier. Abibi Thank you. All right, family. We end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind because many of our listeners agree that that's what this is about. Can we liberate the African mind? Can we get Africans to think and behave like Africans should? That's the bottom line. It's the African mind. And so We want to say Shemhotep, that means go in peace. And Santisana means thank you. Bibi Fahorie, Bibi means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. There's no doubt about it. We will. I know at times it doesn't look good. But believe me, we will be victorious. We may not happen. You may not see it. I'm I'm almost sure I may not see it, but I want to see it move in that direction. When I know it's moving in that direction, hey, I'll be I'll be ready to go. All right, family. Take care. You have a good weekend. And um, Brother Kwaku will put something on for us for Friday and on Monday. All right, family. Peace.